Tres, dos, uno, go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Trial of the Force podcast, a podcast from three, or in this case, two Puerto Rican friends <laughs> coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. Welcome to our episode 34, episode for Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us if you're listening you. on Thanksgiving Day. Happy Turkey Day. And today we shall, you know, be giving thanks for, you know, this new year of podcasting and news and, and geek culture and media and whatnot, while also discussing the new Spider-Man trailer and other uh, Marvel things that have been announced. So welcome, everybody. Welcome, Mo. How's it going, Mo? Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, well, again, thank, our first thanks is to you all, our listeners. So thank you for spending our time with us every once in a while you know you you could all be doing a lot of better things but you know yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, we, you know we appreciate it you know i guess thank you so yeah. Uh, yeah, i'd definitely be you. remiss if we didn't thank uh, nani as well she's obviously oh absolutely probably is noticing she's not with us today as we've mentioned before she's in law school and like uh, midterms and finals whatever's happening is going on despite the student strikes that are going on in Puerto Rico. Yep. The law professors are wrongfully still giving class, uh, which we can, that could be a whole separate podcast episode. So unfortunately she could not join us. So uh, we wish her all the best in all her studies so that she can get through it, you know, get break the curve once again in all her tests and be able to rejoin uh, the trial. But uh, very thankful for her and her uh contributions to us it's really has been a gift so it's really it really hurts every episode that she can't be here with us yeah. so thanks Nani. much love and much luck and, and thank you Nani. uh but yeah uh thankful this this whole year there's it's been it's been good for geeks you know it's been good for mm. nerd you know we've, yeah we've we've had i don't think there's been like a long enough space where there's nothing in between mm -hmm, mm -hmm. happening either from star wars or marvel or like i think we might be living in what i'm guessing was like the same thing that happened when comics were becoming like very popular and they're mm -hmm. just like printing everywhere and everybody's reading at one coming or the other everybody's watching now it's the other way around you know everybody's watching one show or the other there's always something going on we are in the age where everything is interconnected. Uh, mm. So, you know, that which has will, its... Which we'll definitely get to when we talk about Spider-Man. But I definitely agree. And I think one of the biggest blessings for the nerddom, for the culture, has been streaming platforms. Because, yeah. uh, don't get me wrong, I love films and I love going to the movie theater and watching uh, movies on the big screen. <clears throat> But one, but when you know you, when there's a movie, you, you know it's it's out. It's only the one thing. It's two hours, and you're done. You talk about it for maybe a week or two weeks, and then it's over. And then you have to wait a couple of months for the next movie. And one big blessing that definitely streaming has done, even though there's too many streaming services and it's really hard to keep up. But at least with that is the barrage of content, and there's always something to watch. There's always something new, and that new thing lasts for a while, which lets us you know digest it and it stays in the consciousness of you know the the pop culture so that's really good i mean uh, today came uh, came out well if you're listening to this on thanksgiving yesterday it came out the new hawkeye uh, series which yeah. i haven't been able to watch i started the first half of the first episode which 
as usual. Like, I think something's going to yeah. be disappointing in the Marvel sphere. And then it's kind of like, they do that little twist that you're like, damn it, Kevin Feige. You're always doing it. Right. Uh, but I will say, I still need to finish the first episode and the second one to actually have a verdict. Uh, but street, yeah, streaming has been fantastic in that sense because all the DC stuff, on HBO Max, like uh, Teen Titans, and obviously Marvel with the like One Division, Loki, Cap- uh, Captain America. I mean, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but obviously now it's Captain America, aka Captain America. <laughs> uh, it's Hawkeye, and then obviously with all those Star Wars uh, Bad Batch. Even though like next year's when Star Wars is gonna like kind of pull the trigger on yeah. all the Disney Plus live action shows, but it's been good. It's been good. It's a good time to be thankful, and obviously I think all of these studios are gearing up i mean learning from covid and what the atmosphere wants in terms of its uh streaming desires <laughs> and kind of adjusting to that so definitely definitely a good year despite yeah. despite all the uh, bad things that we have been going through but you know we're gonna come out of it that much stronger so we do yeah, have a lot so. to be thankful for you know it's 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 yeah, it's been tough tough year you know we're still mm-hmm. into the pandemic we're still you know economically there's still a lot of factors that are affecting us but you know at least at least we get to enjoy or take some time off with this mm-hmm. franchises that either for some of us they remind us of childhood dreams for others mm-hmm. you know they're starting now and learning about this whole universe and they're all valid and great so it's, it's good to be a fan nowadays. Yeah. That's- it's definitely a better time than it was a year ago. Because a year ago, I'm, I don't remember if we had our, the vaccines yet. But if we did, it wasn't as readily available as it is now. So thankfully, everyone or most people are. And if you aren't, you should get vaccinated. And if you have yes. your two shots, get your booster shot. Uh, so we can spend time with our families and our loved ones. So, And like conventions are back too. So like we get to you know see each other again and be able to uh, spend time with each other physically once again which is a big big blessing and we weren't there last year so it's definitely another thing that we can uh, look back on and say like okay we've, we've we've definitely improved and we're in a better place and we're gonna keep improving so thanksgiving Great. thank you thanks everybody thank we you i'll have a lot more to look forward to and like next year we'll be thankful for even more things so it's always important to stop and be you know appreciative that we have yeah blessings in our life and i'll be be grateful every day you know might be a small practice but just remember always one thing there's always one thing to be grateful for even if it's exactly there's always one even if everything sucks there's always one good thing there's so you know you can have the crappiest shittiest day ever but there's one Mm -hmm. thing you can be grateful for yeah so just focus on that <laughs> it's important yeah it's important to put it in perspective if you're listening to this podcast it means that you have internet you have probably a smartphone you have a laptop so you're yeah. doing way better than most people on earth so even if you're not doing that good in your life right now put it in perspective like, hey at least you have some you know some luxuries that a lot of people can't uh, benefit from so that's just yeah. one thing to look one forward thing. to and then you know there's we have to also be thankful we're in a universe not like Star Wars or Marvel where psychologists and therapists do not exist. Like, thankfully, right, right. In, in this day, in this whatever multiverse reality, we figure out, hey, we need we need a mental health. So yeah. please also yeah. take care of your 
mental health. The holidays are also especially difficult, mm -hmm. especially for uh, anyone that you know might have the SADS, the seasonal affected uh, mm -hmm. depressions, or any non-neurotypical. So take care of yourself and. There is, uh, for the, everyone that's suffering from that, the best treatment I would uh, recommend is grabbing a ticket, flying down to Puerto Rico. We have the best holidays on planet Earth. It's nice, it's warm, beautiful beaches, happy people, uh, wonderful, wonderful holidays. So it's an option. Right. That, is, that is one option, yes. Maybe don't do an Airbnb <laughs> anymore back home because from what I've read, Airbnb, <laughs> Airbnb owners are really jacking up the prices so maybe go back to a hotel maybe maybe now hotels are more yeah. are cheap more reasonable or, 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 airbnbs or, like the cycle hotels, yeah or do do a uh, local paradors do do a local oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, stay near a beach just enjoy the time with the locals and yeah and we do have the longest and probably the best holiday season ever yes so. that's 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 science it's an indisputable <laughs> fact uh, <laughs> That's why that's why Puerto Ricans are always happy because our Christmases last so long that we just have residual happiness for the rest just of the year. Residual happiness. When, when everything is about to go down, it starts again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. Uh, but speaking of blessings, speaking of blessings, and speaking of nerd <laughs> nerd culture, last week or the week before, I can't keep track anymore. Ever since ever since COVID 2020 and 2021, like I, what is time? And time is what relative is now. It's always been relative, I guess, but now even more so. Uh, we were gifted. We were gifted the trailer that we've been expecting, and we were gifted the trailer that is Spider-Man: No Way Home, and it was everything that fans wanted to see, except two things weren't in that trailer that everyone wanted to see, but rightfully so. Uh, it blew my mind. I thought I, I wasn't expecting that much from that trailer, but Mo, I think you have. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we. Yeah. We were recording and you had you had some different opinions and i like spicy takes just like when we were talking about dune and i like it because now we can have a spirited conversation what were your takes on the spider-man trailer i i for once before the trailer you know i was very excited about no way for home you know we're mm -hmm. we're gonna see a film with the spider-verse yes. in it like come on like you can't what what amazing levels of possibilities you have already mm -hmm. then i saw the trailer and don't get me wrong you know there are things that i was like super like i want to see doc Ock. i want to yes. see i want to see um william defoe as the green goblin again like Yes. I I love spoiler movies. alert by the way everybody if you if you're if you're like the two people on earth that haven't seen that trailer spoiler alert uh, all of those <laughs> will come back and more you do you more and yeah. more will come back uh, but it also raised a lot of doubts in me it took a little mm -hmm. bit of the hope of what this was going to be uh, mm -hmm. now and this this what I'm afraid of is that they that whoever is involved with Spider-Man still hasn't learned from the lesson of the the, the it's almost like a quintessential Spider-Man 3 because you have to love it and hate it at the same time. Right. <laughs> like and it 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 took it brought back all of those memories of like, oh wait. Is this what they're going for? 
uh, but on steroids, because now mm-hmm. you have also not only the Spider-Verse, but the threat of the multiverse with right. Doctor right. Strange. Uh, and it almost, I, I was hesitant, it almost feels like they might be going for way too much in one movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the whole idea of, and even the trailer has two stories, you know, you have the Peter Parker trying to make sure nobody else and dealing with the idea of like this, everybody knows who Spider-Man is. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not Tony Stark. I'm not Iron Man. I can't have the charisma of a billionaire when I'm a high school kid. Yes, right. I get that. Like, tell me that story. But then you also add the added, oh, this is also a Doctor Strange intro mm-hmm. or it's like you're making a prequel now for another series. Like, and I feel like, and this is totally based on the trailer. It's almost like they don't care about the subtlety of what was the first, like, Marvel, where even though you knew everything was connected, each movie by itself was its own story and its mm-hmm. own thing. This this seems like the beginning of like, you know, we're doing movies, but they're more like episodic movies. Like, right. like so that's that's where I'm like, like starting each one, to... it's like a instead of a solo outing, it's like a mini adventure. Kind of. It's a mini adventure of a greater story. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know, I don't I don't mind because I'm probably gonna see them, but it also uh, takes away from anybody else who wants to be a fan of spider-man by itself and not mm-hmm. be bucked down by everything else that's marvel because that mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a way it does take away a little bit of the magic because you're now you're always comparing like oh yeah we're dealing with spider-man but oh wait i keep forgetting there's like an ultra powerful version of vision around the universe multiverse breaking havoc so why is this important and it 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 does it does seems to that's what i'm afraid of uh that there's there's way too many things they're bringing way too many characters i mean i'm I'm glad they're bringing electro back i'm glad they're bringing and redesigned (laughs) and redesigned it's like so you're now you're you're thinking like is this the same electro from the garfield movies or Mm -hmm. Is this a different, completely different Electro? Because it, it looked like the old classic, more classic look of Electro with the mm-hmm. uh, stupid headgear thing. Stupid headgear, yeah. <laughs> but and then you bring the mummy. She's clearly, it's the mummy. That's not Sandman. Oh, that was... oh right, right, right. <laughs> but that's that's how he looked though in Spider-Man Three, though. Uh, True. Yeah. <laughs> so. <it's> just... <laughs> <laughs> But now it just looks even more. It's like, come on, you just brought like, and it feels like it's it's gonna be not only oh Peter Parker discovering himself prequel to Doctor Strange, but also Peter Parker doing Ghostbuster thingy right, and right, taking right. away everything that's not part of the universe. Like, I'm, I I know it's all about you know no pun intended. You're spreading all your webs, but. <laughs> Are you stretching yourself? That's good. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. It feels like, yeah. It's interesting so, because I had I had 
the opposite reaction in a sense. I mean, I do sympathize with a lot of what you're saying. We'll get into it. Uh, but it's, it, has, it has been an interesting journey with me, right, for this new Spider-Man trailer, because when all the rumors started coming out like a year or two ago about what this movie was going to be and everyone, like the rumors were saying that Andrew Garfield was going to be in it and Toby Maguire was going to be in it and all the villains were going to come back. I was like skeptical because this, has, you know, we're still in the in the aftermath of Into the Spider-Verse, which I think was an amazing Spider-Man movie. And that one also dealt with the multiverse and brought in all these different spider people together and different villains and whatnot. Actually, not that many villains. It's just like Doc Ock and Kingpin, if exactly. I'm not mistaken, which sure. I think is a thing that makes that's, it worse. Uh, so like I was, you know, I was with the hangover from that movie. It's just like, okay, we already did it. We need to do it again uh, in live action because we just, we just, it. Why, why do we need to do it again? Uh, but when the new trailer dropped, like every all of those, in a, you know, everything just <laughs> faded away in my mind. I'm like, yes. Especially when I heard Willem Dafoe's voice oh. in that trailer, I was like, ah, come on. And then they <laughs> gave him, he comes back with this terrible costume from the first Spider-Man. I'm like, yes. Yes. Please. Like, what? why not? Especially Doc Ock. Like, Spider-Man 2 is like my favorite Spider-Man movie of all the spider man movies uh like hands down it's even i'd like yeah. all these mcu spider-man but for me spider-man 2 that's the one uh doc Ock, boom uh, that's 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 it that's that's the one oh yeah uh, I, I get it i get it yeah you see it but uh doc Ock, you know alfred molina we live we live we we live in his world uh he allows us to live in it uh and, and then, but this new trailer this new trailer man it was it was it was dope uh the whole Doctor Strange thing, I, I think I still have, you know, I still don't like Doctor Strange that much because I just think he's like a magical Tony Stark. Uh, so, <laughs> and I feel that's what they're doing. It's just like, well, we don't have Tony Stark anymore for like what they did in, in the first Spider-Man movie. So like now we have to just replace him with someone else, which in a way, and I'll get to that a little bit more, like it feels like Spider-Man, th this Spider-Man 3 is undoing a lot of the things from no no uh, far from home uh which might make it a weaker movie but it also could just open the possibilities for it to do all the things that it's trying to do and successfully but i you know i really enjoyed seeing all these villains sandman maybe not that much uh but uh we have a secret green goblin which might be willem dafoe in a different suit or it might be the green goblin from the andrew garfield movies uh obviously lizard i thought was fun because i did enjoy the amazing spider-man one so seeing yeah. lizard was oh, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I've never seen Amazing Spider-Man 2, and I will not watch that movie. I refuse. Why? Uh, so, <laughs> I've just heard that it's just so bad. I just, I'm, I'm just like sticking to my guns, and I, I'll probably watch it eventually. It's, it's not that bad. Uh, it's but not that bad. Uh, everything I've seen is just like, eh, whatever. Uh, but seeing, it's not that bad. still seeing Jamie. still seeing Jamie Fox is still exciting though, especially yeah. redesigned. Uh, <clears throat> But uh, so, and what you're saying raises a good point. And I think it's kind of a twofold thing, which is like seeing the characters is fun in a nostalgic way. And I'm afraid that once that nostalgia washes away and you see the movies, it's going to be like, oh, we're re excited for this movie because it was actually a good movie that really played up the multiverse well. Or did we just get excited for this movie because we're just seeing characters that we love from the other movies? And yeah. it's always the, the weird thing to uh, deal with when you're 
dealing with all these like nost nostalgic properties, right? Which is kind of the problem that Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman might have in the Flash movies. Like, is it going to work on its own terms or is it just going to be played up for nostalgia's sake? Uh, so that's one thing. And then the other thing is obviously what you were saying is just like, are we cramming this movie with too much conflict and too many villains to like make, the, you know, because one of the reasons that Marvel fails sometimes in terms of villains is their character development and not having villains that we can empathize or sympathize with. So when you multiply that by X amount of villains, that means you have to develop them as characters. And if you don't have time to develop them, how can we care about them? And if you, we don't care about a character, then what's the point in terms of their struggle against the protagonist, right? And in this case, the three Spider-Men, which we know they're both, they're all three gonna be in it because if you have all their villains, it's, it, right. it, it, it's a foregone conclusion at this point. Yeah, uh, but it's Kevin Feige. I'm excited. I don't think the man uh, has missed yet so far. I mean, I think he knows what he's doing when he's developing these uh, films and series. So we'll see. I mean, it could go both ways. I think this could have been like a small movie <clears throat> that dealt with the consequences of people know who Spider-Man is and what does that mean for him as a superhero and kind of bring it back and keep it a little more intimate. But I also think this could work, you know, in terms of like tying it with all the multiversal narrative that has been happening in What If and One Division and obviously Loki, and then seeing the possibilities of that. And it could work in two ways. One, to connect in that sense to the MCU, but also to detach Spider-Man from the MCU, because, you know, the rumors are that after this film, the contract between Sony and Disney for sharing the rights of Spider-Man is over. So they might just want to keep Spider-Man now living in the Sony-verse with the Venom and all and Morbius and like all those films that they're doing now. And this is a good way to achieve kind of both things. Connect the multiverse now to Doctor Strange 2 going forward, but then take Spider-Man away from the MCU and trap him in this multiverse. We'll see. Do you, do you think... Having said that, do you think this, like the Tom Holland version of the Spider-Man might die in this? No, I don't think so. Okay. I wouldn't be, sur I mean, I would be surprised, but I would expect more for them to maybe kill Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield if they're going to kill a Spider-Man. Uh, I think Andrew Garfield makes more sense for some reason in my mind, uh, but no, I think they want to keep Tom Holland. I mean, he's the hot new Spider-Man, you know? He's, he's bankable. Uh, so, like, I, I, I suspect that they, if, if they were to kill a Spider-Man, they would kill one of the other two and keep Tom Holland around for a while. Because I think I didn't watch Venom Let There Be Carnage, but I did read that there was a post credit scene in which, like, he sees Tom Holland's Spider-Man or something, and Venom recognizes him. So I think they're setting up that fight. They're setting up. Tom Holland versus I, I haven't seen any of the Venom ones so yet. So the first one's not good. It's not good. It sucks. It sucks. It's bad. It's not a good movie. So I'm not bothering with the second one, except for what it means in terms of connecting it to Spider-Man. I'm sorry for all you people that love Venom. You it's if you like it, that's fine. I don't like it. I think that's okay. If that's you okay. love it, that's fine. Give it five stars on Letterbox. It's okay. <laughs> We'll invite you over to the podcast and we can discuss we can discuss why you love it and why we disagree. <laughs> exactly. Sounds good. 
but do do watch i guess amazing spider-man 2 it's not that bad it's a little bit and it does have a little bit of a tearjerker moment so they went they went they went with a pixar moment on it yeah in a way <laughs> i hope it, i hope you don't mean the whole gwen stacy breaking her back thing from him him trying to save her Okay. <laughs> spoiler alert for like uh how many years old that, that maybe five or six spoiler alert yeah. yes well to to be fair to be fair i i only watched that movie because i knew that scene was gonna be there mm. uh, and i guess it was it's rewarding if you if i because i don't care about i didn't care about the whole movie i just wanted to see why how that happened mm. and you know it happens so <laughs> I mean, I do, I do like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, and I don't know why the first Amazing Spider-Man got hate because I saw a lot of. I, I really, bad, I really like the. I first really one. enjoy the first one. I think they did a good job at. I think they did a really making good it job. different from the first from the first Tobey Maguire one. Yeah. Uh, I the thing that I feel from what I've read about Amazing Spider-Man Two is just that they got a little too tied up with like making it that different than the mystery of. Peter's parents and all this thing, and then like, and then too many again, too many villains. So I was just like, ah, you're you're falling into the Spider-Man three trap. That's the Spider-Man three trap. You're just pushing too much stuff into it. Which is which is what I'm afraid of this one, Mike. Yeah, but 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 in this one you have Doc Ock and Doc Ock. Uh, that's the one the one scene in the trailer that I was just like, oh lord, this Ooh, is really Doc cool. Ock with Iron Man. That scene, yes, that scene when you see like the his tentacles that was getting the nanotech the Stark thing on it. I was like, oh, ooh, what does this mean? I, I need to I need to know. And does Doc Ock actually become uh ally? Because I I, I mean like, I, I got mean, some vibes that he might not end up fighting uh, against Spider Man. You know, or or it's po you know it's possible that you know. He doesn't have a beef with this Spider-Man, anyways. Mm -hmm. Beef with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, that's mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, and because maybe they just take out the inhibitor thing that he has that connects him, and they fix him immediately <laughs> and bypass well, well, the whole Spider-Man. And and, and, and and that's the well that then then you know it could also open the possibility. Can are we gonna see the timeline where Dot Dot becomes Spider-Man? Mm -hmm. Because that's that's already in the comics. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. That would be Dot wild. So but, who knows? But my question now is though, like, is what's happening here is that are we plucking all these villains from the timeline of the movies? So like, are those movies in a way kind of erased because the villains don't exist in the in those movies anymore? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm and will we see when if, they if, take if, them out of that movie? <laughs> I mean, we, I, th I think we we can give them the low low key treatment where yeah. you know they're taking out at some point in their yeah. timeline. Uh, Wow, it's breaking. I, I, think, I think that would be really cool. I mean, I think the movie can only be so long, right? But I think it would be really interesting <laughs> if they went into the movie and when the multiverse opens up, when Doctor Strange, Strange, Doctor Strange is doing the spell, we cut into scenes from all those movies, and then all of a sudden we see the scene play out different because then we just see them like be ejected into the MCU timeline. And then it's just you get a little Easter egg of like scenes from all the Spider-Man movies in this movie too. It's just like, oh, like I, 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 I would love to see Spider -Man. like <laughs> like a Spider-Man like it's gonna punch Doc Ock. Spiderception it disappear. Yeah. It's like the fuck that's it. <laughs> like yeah, and then you yeah, see all yeah. Spider-Man's like oh, <laughs> yeah. and then you see them all pointing at each other. 
the, I'm sure that they'll recreate that scene in some way. In some way, they have, they like, have that meme. That meme is so pervasive that they can't they not take advantage of that. Because I think they did that in Into the Spider Verse, didn't they? I think there was a scene where they that, did that. There was there was a little bit of uh, but but it would be nice to get them to see that and to yeah, bring absolutely. them and to make the cartoons kind of like uh, Roger Rabbit, uh, who framed right. Roger Rabbit. Right, right. The, cool. I don't think, I mean, I think it would be interesting if they just went all in and then connected with the Into the Spider-Verse stuff and then brought the Peter Parker from the animated film into it. But I don't, I think that's a step too far. I don't think they'll, they have the guts for that right now. That might be something that happens in the future. Uh, but I don't know. I think I see, I see, I see your points and I, and I, I worry about that as well. Because we were talking about it too, and we were talking about Batman stuff. Batman sometimes becomes bad when it has too many villains in it, like you know, Batman Forever and Batman Robin, Batman the Dark Knight Rises. I mean, Dark Knight Rises is the weakest of the Nolan films, and one issue that movie has, like kind of like with the Talia Al Ghul and the Bane, is like too much. Just keep it streamlined. And yes, I know that the Dark Knight had Two Face. But Two Face only shows up at the end, and it's not—he's not a main villain. He's just kind of a, a collateral villain to the Joker's madness. So it works in the sense of like corruption of the of the ideal. It's it, Two Face works more as a as a as a as a concept instead of a main antagonist to to Batman. Fight me! I will I will argue this point. <laughs> and that, so so now you all have to rewatch our Batman episode, Battle of the Bats. Battle yes, all you all you people are saying that Michael just take the nostalgia out. Take the nostalgia out. It's not Michael Keaton. He's top three, but he's not he's not the top dog. And it's also not about who what is the best Batman movie. It's not. It's not about who it's about the best actor that portrayed the character. Which speaking of which, we should make a little itsy bitsy spider uh, little battle here between you and I who is the best uh, Spider-Man before we kind of sign up for the for the day and uh, let everyone eat their turkey sure nostalgia part Tony McGuire I love you you did amazing Spider-Man thank you for introducing um, my favorite Spider-Man up to this day is Andrew Garfield really interesting because yeah. I am an a big advocate for Tom Holland because I think he is a good Spider-Man and a good Peter Parker I think Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man. And I think Tobey Maguire, I mean, he, he, I mean, he's great, don't get me wrong. And I it's love his movies. But he's, I think Tobey Maguire is like the bottom of my list, honestly, even though like yeah. I love those movies, but he's, he's the bottom. Yeah. bottom. He, 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 I mean, it's just, you know, it's just Tobey Maguire dressed as Spider-Man. We all know that. Right, like, right. But my issue with Andrew Garfield was his Peter Parker. I feel like he's, he's, and he's just like too cool of a guy, you know. He just felt like he didn't feel like a teenage dork, the way that Tom Holland is able to pull that off a bit more. Uh, you can get that he's a t well, and Tom Holland just looks younger, period. So that helps him to you know look like a teenager and not like a thirty-year-old man. Um, but he also <laughs> has that vulnerability, you know, of like an insecure teen, and as a you know, and then he has the spunky funny Spider-Man persona, which Andrew Garfield did very well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I think uh, Tom Holland's a more rounded Spider-Man. And sadly, yeah. we don't have Nani for a tiebreaker here, so we're going to have to we don't, we don't. call it a tie. Uh, I'll, 
<laughs> but but you see this this and this is what I don't like about Tom Holland Spider Man. I don't get me wrong. I I agree with everything you say. Except the fact that part of Spider Man's backstory is the fact that you know Spider Man has no parents. Spider Man lost be uh, Uncle Ben, mm -hmm. and yet he's not looking out for a parental figure. And yet, all of the Tom Holland Spideys are infused with the idea of like, yeah, I need a, a father figure. But and that's, that's not, not Spider-Man. That's not his. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's not the performance fault. That's the script. So again, so you gotta detach the character from the film. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I still, I still think Andrew Garfield is. That, that's I mean, yeah, he's good. Like I, I, think, I, I, I think, I think the Amazing Spider-Man is underrated. I feel like Tom Holland is forcing being a dork. I don't mm -hmm. think Tom Holland was ever a dork. And I don't, Andrew Garfield looks more of like that dork. That really, you know, to me, Andrew Garfield is the dork that's trying to act cool versus and, the cool guy. And Tom Holland's like the cool guy trying like. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I could, I could, I could potentially see that, even though uh, I, I don't think I'm on board yet. But I could, right. I could definitely, I could definitely see this. I can definitely see this. But uh, I think we're gonna have to re, <laughs> rediscuss like our Spider-Man ranking with uh, once Nani comes back, and maybe potentially talk about the Into the Spider-Verse Spider-Mans, because I think when you put that into the mix there's a wild card and nicholas cage's uh, spider-man noir might win might i don't know uh, but but with nanny we definitely have the tiebreaker and it's definitely we had a battle of the bats and we'll have a battle of the spiders so stay tuned for that in 2022 after we watch uh, spider-man no way home yeah uh, but with that i think this is a uh, it for the episode unless more you want to like, uh, have any closing thoughts or some more thanksgiving wisdom you wish to impart on everybody oh may, may, may you again we're all thankful for you all uh, may you have a wonderful holiday if you can if not you know just rest take the time off and sleep in just just enjoy your whoever has a day off and if not you know just find something to be grateful for so, yeah thank you thank you we we love you we appreciate you all keep subscribing keep liking us <laughs> <laughs> yes. we're we're thankful for that we're uh, thankful for that exactly what mo said happy thanksgiving everybody if you're listening on thanksgiving day thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to us if you're listening to us after the fact thanks anyway i hope you had a great thanksgiving uh we hope you have a great time with your family and loved ones. And if you don't have family you can share it with, with the found family you found or with the friends that you have, uh, make sure you tell them you love them. Make sure you tell them you care for them. And tell them you, you're thankful that they're in your life. And we're thankful for a lot of you people that are listening to us that for being in our life and joining us in our journey. So happy Thanksgiving. We have been tried of the force. Thank you so much. You can find us on YouTube. Instagram, Facebook, uh, just search for Try It After Force and you'll find us. If you like this video, please make sure to like. If you really like it, please share and subscribe. Uh, we also have merch if you want to support the channel, uh, which kind of looks like this if you're watching on YouTube. 
It's on T Public. Just also search Triad of the Force and you'll find everything. I believe there's a sale going on right now for Thanksgiving and Black Friday and all those things. And uh, speaking of Black Friday, don't do it. Don't do it. Stay with your family. Don't go to the stores. Employees don't want to see you. They'd rather be with their families too. You can just buy everything on Cyber Monday. Just stay home with your family and enjoy the time. Uh, but with that, we have been Triad of the Force. Thank you so much. And may the Force be with you. <laughs>